0: Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Apple Podcasts. Heads up, Richies. In today's episode, we
1: mention eating disorders and fat phobia. Please be advised.
0: So, Arisha, I feel like there's nothing sweeter than, like, the buildup and anticipation of something you've been looking Mm. forward to. Like, I mean... I like to think it's how our listeners feel every day before we drop a new episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, 100%. Every day they wake up and they're like, God, 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 1 p.m. Pacific time, please get here.
0: Yeah, that checks out. And Mm -hmm. while we'd like to believe we're living up to people's expectations, there really (laughs) is no one who understands setting and then meeting a high bar better than Taylor Swift. She just released her very highly anticipated new album, Midnight's, and As you can imagine, the Swifties are absolutely losing their minds.
1: Yeah, those Swifties, they're going swiftly wild. Oh, wow. Uh, But yeah, I mean, sales for her new record are through the roof. Mm -hmm. And it's been, what, like three days? (laughs) Yeah. And she has received critical acclaim, but her new music video is raising some eyebrows. And people are wondering if maybe Taylor is a little insensitive.
0: Yes, people are wondering that, aren't they? (laughs)
1: They're always wondering. Yeah, they are. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. It's Monday, October 24th. And you're listening to
0: Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. So, Richies, if you're one of the millions of Swifties out there, that also means you love being in fandoms that end in IES. Because you're mm. a Richie and a Swifty. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> love it. That also means you're probably very familiar with Lavender Haze. It's the opening track on Taylor's newest album, Midnight's. And she's been teasing this record online for the last few mm. months. There's been album artwork. There's been videos posted on social media announcing song titles. Yeah. A lot of buildup, very masterfully, I think, building yeah. up this release. Taylor is
1: a she's could teach a master
0: class yeah. on this. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. Um, and the record is finally here, and it's Taylor's 10th studio album. And it's not only breaking sales records, it literally broke Spotify. Which is hard to do. We've tried. <laughs> So,
1: <laughs> yeah, every time <that> try- an <laughs> Apple podcast, like let's get rid of <laughs> we those. Try, reviews. we try. <laughs> um, but yeah, Midnights was released at midnight on Friday, and less than 24 hours later, Spotify announced that her album got the most streams in a single day in the platform's history. That's wild, yeah. That's, I mean, especially in this day and age, like I know Spotify has been around for a while, people are dropping <laughs> music all the time. Like, wow, yeah, good job, Taylor, yeah. Uh, now. <laughs> Does these companies just won't give us what we want. <laughs> Spotify did not release specific numbers for this milestone. Uh-huh. But whatever those numbers were, they were big enough to literally crash Spotify entirely. So some of her fans had to wait a few hours before the platform got up oh, no. and running again.
0: <sighs> not a few hours.
1: Just, I know. It's like this, the title is midnight. Like we don't have time to yeah, wait. It's not 3 a.m. The not 3 a.m.,
0: right. <laughs> well, the other one is. Yeah, there it is. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) So in response to her record-breaking news, Taylor tweeted, how did I get this lucky having you guys out here doing something this mind-blowing? Like, what even just happened? And I gotta say, like, I appreciate Taylor the most for how she treats her fans. Like, she just, she's one of those celebrities who seems to never forget the Reason that she's a celebrity and it's because yeah. the fans make her that. And I just I love her for it. Yeah, agree. Um, and this album is not just performing well online. Billboard is also reporting that the album has sold eight hundred thousand physical copies in its first day alone. I don't even know where you go for physical copies
0: I, anymore. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wow, people are buying physical copies of music still. Where do you go? Like FYE in the mall? Is that still around? I I have no I idea. I loved
1: that store. Oh we my didn't God. have
0: that near Bradford. We had the wall. <laughs> Did you guys have that?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. That it sounds out. very enticing. <laughs> um but the album is also garnering early rave reviews. It's received a five-star write-up from The Guardian. It's mm-hmm. just it's just checking all those boxes it seems.
0: Yeah. And obviously it would not be a Taylor Swift album if people weren't like immediately breaking down lyrics to find clues how
1: i mean i'm just showing my (laughs) my not and swiftiness enough where i'm like how have you guys listened to it enough times each song enough times to be able to break
0: it down like this impressive i mean i would never do this but i appreciate it and love hearing the theories i'm always here for people that take the time to do things that
1: i don't take the time to do (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm here for it.
0: Um, And of course that's happening with this album and its accompanying bonus album, Midnight's 3 a.m. edition. (laughs) Um, And as usual, Taylor kind of looks back at past relationships on this record. And according to a lot of her fans, it might also be taking digs at a high-profile music exec.
1: Yeah, okay. So first let's talk about the ex-boyfriends, which is always going to be the tea that I'm here for. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And on Taylor's bonus track, would've, could've, should've, a lot of fans think she's talking about John Mayer as being the source of inspiration for the song. John Mayer gets a lot of play in a lot of
0: people's stuff.
1: Yeah, and I gotta say, I don't see why. I don't see why this man <laughs> has gotten around to as many women as he has who are just amazing. And I'm I not know. a huge John Mayer fan, but... Yeah, it's all the same. Damn, like, he knows yeah. how to... Uh, go oh. after women when they're younger. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> that that is something he does. Yes.
1: Uh, cuz I mean when Taylor dated him, she was 19 and yeah. John was 32. Yeah. And that in and of itself it's like in your 30s, you really you want to hang out with a teenager? Come on. He's
0: like, "Yeah. I do. I want to run <laughs> yep. through the halls of my high school."
1: Mhm, literally. And find pick girls. Up a girl girlfriend. <laughs> Um, but in Taylor's song, she sings at 19 and the God's honest truth is that the pain was heaven and I miss who I used to be. Hmm. She also referenced him taking away her innocence, saying, Hmm. give me back my girlhood. It was mine first.
0: See, the first lyric doesn't sound like she's that mad, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but the second one is like, no, she's mad. It's confusing to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's Taylor. She's constantly like flipping our heads. Which way is she going? (laughs) What
0: is she saying? How are we
1: doing this? Okay, got it. Yeah. It really gave me Demi Lovato vibes. Same. I was thinking the same thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Which I'm here for. I want all of these musicians who started when they were young yep. to just drag these <laughs> jackass older men through the mud. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, But she's not just coming after her exes. Taylor, right. on the album's 11th track, fans think she's talking about Scooter Braun and the mm-hmm. song does not paint him in a flattering light. Yeah. In other words, it paints him in a very appropriate light. Yep. Um, so Scooter's the one who bought all of the masters and copyrights to Taylor's first six albums and therefore kind of was the one that invoked her whole desire in redoing <laughs> all of her albums and calling yes. them Taylor's version, which I absolutely
0: oh, love. I'm so here for that. I've been here for that.
1: <sighs> yeah, like that's just that's how we have to do it. I mean, yep. it's a shame that we have to do that, but she handled that yep. in the best way. I Take that like. power back. Yes, um, but a lot of fans think that the song Karma is about Scooter. Mm-hmm. She sings Spider Boy, King of Thieves, Weave Your Little Webs of Opacity, My Penny's Major Crown, which mm. is such a great lyric. My it penny's is. major crown. Like, yeah. Whew. This woman <laughs> knows how to write songs. My God. She does. She really does. And then there's also speculation that the song Vigilante Shit is a dig at Kanye West and is divorced <laughs> from Kim. Uh, in the song, Taylor sings, now she gets the house, gets the kids, gets the pride.
0: Picture me thick as thieves with your ex wife. And she looks so pretty driving in your bends. So that last line's the only thing that doesn't make it about Kim. She doesn't yeah. need to drive Kanye's bends. She's got like you know? 50 She's of her, her own. Bends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say, Vigilante shit might be one of my favorite songs. Like, I just really? love of songs all time? that go a little. Yes, of all time. No, let's not be crazy here. <laughs> I mean on the album.
1: Oh, okay. It's like, wow, that's a bold statement.
0: (laughs) Could you imagine?
1: Some people have said that about some of these songs I've read on Reddit, of course. They're like, this is my favorite song ever. But how old are they? Okay. Well, nobody says their age. I've lived a lot
0: of lives, okay? The Beatles exist. I'm not going to say a Taylor Swift song (laughs) is my favorite song of all time. That would be, lock me up if I say that. Love her, love these songs, but come on. Let's let's not be crazy. (laughs) But it's a good song. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I
1: like it. I dig um, it. I was saying before, before you hopped on, I was saying how like Taylor Swift songs for me, I have to hear them a few times to yeah. really like get into them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not there yet. I okay. mean, I appreciate, I think she's a great lyricist. Her mm-hmm. songs are always catchy, but I'll get there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I'll
1: get there to favorite song in the whole world.
0: <laughs> Just yeah, give me get some get time. In time. Yeah. Give it 20 years. And you're like, you know what? No. None of the other songs compared. I was wrong. <laughs> so there's a lot of controversy surrounding Anti Hero, which is one mm-hmm. of the songs on the album. It doesn't really mention past lovers or business associates, it's just Taylor kind of doing some self reflection. It's me. I- But it's not the lyrics that have people talking. It's the video for the song, which mm-hmm. Taylor did also direct.
1: Yeah. She's just got her hand in every pot. I mean...
0: This girl is yeah. a
1: force. Yeah. Um, so in the video, Taylor is interacting with a version of herself kind of like a devil on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment where Taylor, the protagonist of this video, steps on a scale with the other version of herself looking judgmentally over her shoulder and the scale reads the word fat. That's mm-hmm. it. And this has pushed a lot of buttons.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Shira Rose, who is an eating disorder specialist, she called this moment a shitty way to describe her body image struggles and said that fat people don't need to have it reiterated yet again that it's everyone's worst nightmare to look like us. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Um, one fan tweeted, Taylor Swift should have done better because even if it is relatable and an intrusive thought, It is damaging and fatphobic. Yeah. And then another fan tweeted her disappointment that Taylor hasn't commented on the controversy, saying her team have absolutely seen the viral tweets calling out her music video for fatphobia. She's very online and engaged in fan circles. Her team is constantly taking down leaks and she hasn't said anything.
0: Yeah, that is interesting. I get uh, similar vibes to when Lizzo,
1: you know, got called out for using mm-hmm. what's an ableist slur, yeah. and then Lizzo immediately changed it. Yep, and so, so I'm did just, Beyonce. And Beyonce, yeah, I'm surprised that we haven't heard anything from Taylor. But I know I'm gonna give her a couple more days because yeah. it is a whole video that she would have to maybe do some tweaks to, so
0: yeah, we'll see. And I did see a lot of people talking about that online, that, you know, Lizzo and Beyonce kind of rectified it immediately. Yeah. And Taylor hasn't really said anything. Yeah. One thing Taylor has commented on in the past is, you know, her history with body image issues. She did a documentary with Netflix in 2020 called Miss Americana, Mm -hmm. and she did open up about her struggle with an eating disorder.
1: Yeah, she said in the movie, it's not good for me to see pictures of myself every day which I can absolutely understand. <laughs> yeah. um, and she admitted that if she saw a picture where she thought her tummy was too big, that that triggered her to starve herself, which is obviously awful and yeah. so toxic. Yeah. Um, and in an interview with Variety, she actually kind of elaborated on her past struggles. And she said, I remember how when I was 18, that was the first time I was on the cover of a magazine. And the headline was like, pregnant at 18? Oh my God. And it was because I had worn something that made my lower stomach look not flat, which is just insane. Like that's <sighs> I remember so many times being in like the checkout line and seeing a headline of is this person pregnant because there's a little bump on their stomach? And it's I like, Jesus.
0: I know. Like, I, come on. I feel like we talk about this stuff so much on Even The Rich, too. It's like all of these women we cover have similar stories to this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awful. Like, Do better.
1: Uh yeah. And Taylor also said I'm not as articulate as I should be about this topic because there are so many people who could talk about it in a better way. But all I know is my own experience, which Which is is fair. Fair. That's all we all know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. So, you know, obviously, she's been really open about this in the past. We know she writes about her own experiences, rightfully so. Yeah, So do you think people are coming down too hard on her for the moment in the video? Oh, boy, this is hard. (laughs) Uh,
1: Because this is something that I know I feel very... Strongly about, and I'm pretty sure you do too. Like this is, we grew up in a society where the narrative was being fat was a bad thing, yep. and equated to ugly. Like there's yeah. somebody would be like, I feel so fat. It's like, no, you look good. It's like I didn't say I looked not hot. I just said I feel <laughs> like it's just that narrative, right. yeah. And so it is problematic, and this is you know something that I think 10, 15 years ago nobody would bat an eye at, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that it's being called out, but I also. I'm giving Taylor the benefit of the doubt. She seems to always be on the side of her fans and, like, doing yeah. the right thing. Yeah. This just seems like it was a an oversight, kind of a shitty one, but yeah. an oversight nonetheless. So, yeah. no, I I'll agree give her a week. Yeah. She's got a week. I'm starting the
0: timer. <laughs> Great. I'll Please keep me posted on where it's at. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with you. I don't think she necessarily, you know, I don't think she did it on purpose to, to right. upset right. people. I of think she was not. kind of speaking from her own experience and it, yeah. it was an oversight, like you said. And I... Yeah, I guess it's all going to come down to how she handles it exactly. in the end. And I yeah. I trust her to handle it correctly, I think. Yeah. Don't let us down, Taylor. Yeah, don't let, let, us, down. let us down. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our
1: show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends,
0: we've got the hot goss.
2: Murder on My Mind, a new podcast available exclusively on Wondery Plus, explores the circumstances leading up to the murder of two young men and the mistrials of the man accused of killing them.